good morning and uh, welcome to uh, what is our fourth, uh, third message, third message in our series on um, peace at Christmas time. Uh, over the weeks we have looked at peace um, in the world. Uh, Caleb kicked us off with that one. Last week I looked at uh, peace within our family and this week we're going to do a little bit differently. We're, we're having a little bit of a panel discussion about um, a peace in ourselves, how we actually find peace within ourselves, how we find out Christian peace within ourselves. So I just want to start with a word of prayer before we kick it off, and um, we're going to just have a bit of a conversation about what it means to, to come into peace um, in our own lives. So let's just pray. A gracious, loving God, we just give you thanks for the day. We give you thanks that we can come and share in your word. We give you thanks for Hannah. We give you thanks for Bianca and Ryan that brings the broad Hannah to us to be baptised today. We give you thanks for faith and the willingness to come and follow you. But Lord, we know that as we come into this space and we come into this time, that around our world, within our own city and suburbs, life is being thrown into turmoil with the changing nature of what COVID-19 has for us. Lord, help us in this moment when outside pressures come to us, help us to find peace within you. Oh Lord, we pray this in your holy name. Amen. So that kind of kicks me off, you know. In, in, in our world, we, it's easy to think about peace um, as being the absence of conflict. But when it comes to our own peace within ourselves, when it comes to having peace within us, uh, it's actually kind of difficult to think how we have our own internal conflicts and, and how we get to the point where we can actually live in peace within ourselves. And, and what that does, when we live in peace within ourselves, that, that actually spreads out to the relationships we have, we have with other people and out into the community of the world. So it, it's important for us to actually, as Christians, as followers of Christ, learn how that we can live in peace within ourselves and learn how we can have peace from God. So... I actually just want to throw it open to you guys. Uh, we, we've had a Bible reading, and we'll kind of come back into that. Um, and it's, it's, it's to have inner peace, to have peace within ourselves, it's actually it's a moment, and it's not about having a, an Apple Watch or anything like that that tells you when and how you are meant to breathe. You know, so, so one of the things about breathing exercises that the world is showing you is about mindfulness and, and wanting to be in a developing a sense of peace within you. It's more than that. Um, it's, it's actually about having that spiritual peace um, and, and peace with where God is leading you in your life and what's happening in your life. So I want to throw it over to you guys to kick us off. Who's going to go first? I will. Okay. Go around the circle. <laughs> Do a circle trade. I think um, inner peace for me or that spiritual peace is very much about what's happening in my mind, my thinking. And so if I'm getting caught up in thinking a lot of negative things, then there's three verses that I really come back to. And the first one of those is in Psalm 46.10, which says, Be still and know that I am God. Be still and know that I am God. And so there was a picture that I actually was given in Sunday school by a preacher once about um, a little bird that was sitting on a branch and, and there was this wild wind happening all around and the, and the leaves and the branches were, you know, 
flapping about everywhere, but the bird was just sitting there completely calm and at peace, knowing that the branch that it was on was firm. And I think that, for me, is a really good picture of be still and know that I am God. So, so Kerry, well, while, while you're on that thought, I, I just want to interrupt. So how does that actually look for you? What, what, is, the, what is the way that you become still and at peace for yourself? So I would purposefully stop thinking about these things that are going around and around and around. So I just like cut it off, stop, and, and think about God, think about who he is, what he's done for me, and, and just sit quietly and think about all the beautiful things, the, the trustworthy nature of God, his love for me, his grace, his mercy. And so just let all those things flow into my mind instead of having all the rest. Fantastic. Okay, keep going. Oh, well, if you want to keep going, or if somebody wants to jump in, so this is this is open. So, well, I'll jump in. Why not? Uh, I personally, uh, I think in faith, we often get swept up in um, the emotive side, the feeling side, which is very important. But for me personally, I'm much more of a logical person, and so when things make sense, it has a lot of peace. So as I'm discovering the Bible, sitting in it and reading it that sense that it makes, the logicness, the understanding, the connecting of the dots, if you will, for someone like myself, actually brings quite a lot of peace. And sometimes when we're focused more so on the feeling side, which I'm not the best at, but I'm trying, <laughs> uh, it actually kind of makes you feel left out a little bit. But you learn to push into that, but also come back to what you know. Um, but there is a verse that helped me with this logic they got to this point, and it's from Hebrews 12, and we might even pop it up if we can. It's Hebrews 12, and it starts in verse 10. So it says, verse 11 even, No dis discipline seems pleasant at the time, but painful. Later on, however, it produces a harvest of righteousness and peace. For those who have been trained by it, therefore strengthen your feeble arms and weak knees, make level paths for your feet so that the lame may not be disabled but rather healed. And uh, for me, that's a, that's a massive one because the, the context of it all is actually, uh, they, they, they're talking about you listen to your fathers so that you have respect for your fathers and they bring you up in a right manner. And they're talking about then well, the, why not do you listen to your heavenly father who is actually the father of your spirit and life? And it comes to this point here, which is actually when you listen and you, you hear the discipline of God, that's when you will come into that peace. And that discipline also requires a lot of self-discipline because you don't have an imposing figure, an authority figure to be over you. Um, and so I think that whole connection of it Actually, the self-discipline, humbling myself to God's discipline is where I find a lot of peace to come from. Mm. And I, I love the, the point you were making about it's not always about the emotional side of things. It's about mm. the interconnectedness, the logical side of things. I, for, I'm quite logical as well. So, uh, <laughs> um, and, and it's really great when things click together and when things make sense. I think if, if we can make sense of what's happening, we can actually get a sense of peace much more when uh, we're, we're actually um, 
we've got that when we understand what's happening. So I, I often uh, people feel more uneasy, uh, not as as able to cope with as much when there is uncertainty. So when there's certainty, when you know what's going on, when there's uh, accurate information, um, and we and so when it comes to our faith, it comes to God, when we know that we are saved when we know that we are cared, when we know that we are loved, there's a whole heap of certainty there that allows us to, to have that peace that flows through. Absolutely. And there's this lyric that uh, talks about how to strengthen your faith uh, and which ultimately will take us through that time of hardship uh, when we have questions or stuff and it says, um, to strengthen your faith, you need to spend time in intentional, deliberate thought about God and his promises. And, and in the same way, if you're a feeling person, you need to spend time understanding your feelings and what they mean and how they're bringing you into deeper places with God. But you've got to spend intentional, deliberate time in whichever aspect it is to develop your faith, which, according to Hebrews, will subsequently also produce that peace in your life. Amazing. Uh, so, as a young adult, just with peace in mind, um, I have difficulty. I just imagine all young adults have difficulty finding peace. Well. I wrote my notes down so I can have a bit of peace of mind before this talk, but um, I wrote down we all have an like, obsession with youth, just desire and beauty, trying to chase that level of achievement, especially with this like achievement, this chasing it just leads to exhaustion or often this depression, but often in terms, I think, I wrote this little note down just about how to find peace, just spiritual peace, that's what I thought it was. Uh, true spiritual peace is an inner force giving us the host unshakable competent future giving us a glimpse of the bigger picture, and as a result, we can let our so good this let control. So God's peace comes from us from the Holy Spirit. Before Jesus left earth, he promised the Holy Spirit would come in his place as a trustworthy advocate and guide for us. So I have a little passage here. that this Before you get to that, can you say that again? Because it was really good. Just say it a little bit slower oh, for so me, so I'm a bit slow. So God's peace comes to us from the Holy Spirit before Jesus left earth. Uh, promised the Holy Spirit would come in his place as a trustworthy advocate and guide us. So naturally, I think as young adults tend to find sort of this period in time with all the work and this like studying and everything, especially just life, trying to start their adult life, they just tend to have, you know, this sort of stressful period where I don't have anything, everything's out of my control when this realize where this verse here just resonates with that, that little note there. I am leaving with you a gift of peace in mind and heart, and the peace I give is a gift that the world cannot give. So don't be troubled or afraid. So that was from John 14, 27. So I have a few other ones, just from, I'm gonna butcher this name, so Excel Tease, <laughs> Ecclesiastics. <laughs> So this is from the Good King. So this is about just letting go and giving God control in this in the world. This everything is meaningless, completely meaningless. What do people get for the hard work under the sun? Well, this is a sad statement. It's not untrue. Leaving without God is empty. What's the point of all our hard work if there's nothing after this life? And I'll just finish off with this little one here. It basically just sums it all up. Give all your worries and cares to God, for He cares about you. So that just justifies that if you put advocate the Holy Spirit or your trust in God, you can finally just have control of your life, that true spiritual inner peace that that's found, that just resonate. This last night trying to collect all my thoughts, I was just like, I'll just read through the Bible and see where it takes me. Yeah. I, look, I, I remember when I was growing up, which is quite a while ago, um, <laughs> being um, 
like going through teenage years and young adult years. And it's all, partly it's trying to define your identity in that process and trying to understand who you are. But it, it really, it, it's difficult trying to do that because you're breaking free from your parents. You're trying to understand where you sit in the world, with your careers, your job, your education, all those kind of things. And, and it's, it's hard because you're often in turmoil. You're often wondering what's going on. And it's, uh, you've got some great, great Bible passages there that just help us to, in those turmoils and that, that state of flux that you're going through, how to find peace within yourself. And it, let, me, let me say this. It doesn't just exist. That kind of emotion, that kind of feeling, that kind of unsettledness doesn't just exist um, through young adult, through teenage years. It, it, it flows through life. And especially when uh, life changes happen, whether it's loss of a partner, whether it's change of career, whether it's actually um, change of your age, you know, you reach a certain number uh, and, and suddenly you, you things are looking different or you're getting grey hair, um, which I keep on getting reminded I'm getting grey hair, so... <laughs> I had those since I was 12, so <laughs> I'm still going with the grey hairs. <laughs> yeah, I think as you get older... Things change and things that you took for granted you, you can't do anymore and you start, things start to actually fall away from you. Things that were part of your identity start to fall away. You don't have a job, you don't have a partner, your partner's died. Where do you fit in the world? So I think at all ages God is actually working on us and, and refining us and using these experiences to bring us to perfect faith. Which is something that came up in my mind as we were reading that passage, it might be a good segue to come back to Matthew, is that I don't think peace is a point that you achieve. You know, it's not something that you actually get to. And often we talk about when you find peace, and it gives this idea of conclusion and actually that it's accomplished, right? Uh, but actually, peace is an ongoing journey of fight, coming into it, dropping out of it, reassessing and re-listening um, to God and, and finding that point of, well, where has peace come from? Mm. So, so, like, the, the last verse within that Matthew reading says, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Um, each day has enough trouble of its own. So one of the things about that is that when, when we're looking for inner peace, we're, we're not trying to... You actually need to live in the moment. And that's actually what it's saying, that God is, is actually in control and living in the moment is really important for you. Because if you keep on worrying about what might happen, what what could be the possibilities, then it starts building upon yourself, and you actually get you, you build more worry in your life. So it's actually learning how to to live within this moment and have that peace. I want to just share with you a couple of other things um, that help us live within peace. So so from Romans chapter twelve, which we looked at last week, it was about actually how we live peaceably with one another, and and not not so when we live in peace with one another. It helps us have our own inner peace. Um, and another factor that we can have for ourselves is, is really important is about, and if we come from um, 1 Corinthians, thir um, or Corinthians 13, verse 11, and it says, Brother, rejoice, aim for restoration, comfort, comfort one another, agree with one another, live in peace. So um, it's actually about uh, the way that we behave to other people and the attitudes that we bring from ourselves. And when we have peace externally, we also have peace internally. So if, if we're having, uh, 
you know, if our thoughts and our behaviour and actions that we have with other people are always negative, are always harsh or always uh, causing trouble, we're looking for issues. Like last week we talked about um, uh, not holding um, a, a grudge, basically, you know, um, and, not, and, and letting that go. But if we're always having that attitude, then we're not going to have peace within ourselves. And, you won't, and it's from that peace within ourselves. So it's a, it's a change of behaviour for us. So as we, as we come to this moment, let's, let's, just, uh, let's just come into a space where we can just pray for ourselves. Um, let's just pray for one another. Let's pray for our world. Um, and as we come into this space, let us just bring uh, basically our concerns to God. So let's just pray together. A gracious, loving God, we give you thanks for this moment. We give you thanks that we can share together from our different experiences and from various passages of the Bible that speak about having peace within ourselves. Lord, we all come from that different place, that different experience, that different understanding. And Lord, today, if we're having trouble with emotions, where they're going up and down in our lives, whether we're afraid, whether we're scared, Lord, help us to find peace within you. Help us not to look for troubles that are ahead of us that may not even appear. Help us not to be um, worried about tomorrow, but Lord, live us in our day today, here right now. Lord, we know that you love us, you care for us, that we are beyond comparison in your eyes. You say that we are wonderfully and beautifully made and that is in each and every one of us. You say that you have plans, plans to look after, to prosper. Lord, these are promises from your Bible, from your word. May they speak into our lives today. May they speak into our lives right now. Oh Lord, we just ask that in this space, in this time, as we're worrying about Christmas, whether we're going to be able to meet together as families, whether the plans that we've put in place will be able to be carried out, or whether somebody else will make a decision that stops all that. Lord, help us to be mindful and peaceful in this situation. Help us to place our lives within your trust. Help us to remind us that you are our Lord and Saviour, that you have redeemed us and that we can trust in you, trust for guidance, trust for leading, trust that we can give us peace and assurance. Lord, we just ask that you lead us now as we pray for the world around us, as we pray for our neighbours. Lord, we pray for everybody that is having to deal with this pandemic, this virus, this COVID-19. Lord, we just pray saved.
Lord, we just pray for our location. We pray that numbers of people who are being infected will decrease. We pray for openness of people to realise and understand. But Lord, we pray in this moment, even though there is all this up and down, we pray for Christmas. We pray for the meaning of Christmas. We pray that we may have peace within this time, that we may come and find peace within our world, peace within our family and peace within ourselves because we celebrate and we remember and we glorify the Prince of Peace, the baby that was born, that is Jesus, who is our Lord and Saviour. Lord, we just pray this in the power of Jesus' name. And Lord, this reminds us that we pray for those people who are finding it hard, who are going through uh, illnesses in their lives. We pray for members of our congregation that are unwell. We pray for members of our family that we know that are unwell. And we pray your Holy Spirit upon them. We pray your healing upon them. We pray especially for Karen as she's going through chemotherapy. We just pray for her right now. We uphold her in your name. And we ask for your healing upon her. Lord, we pray for all those doctors, nurses, medical staff that are supporting those people who are unwell that are leading the, the research. And Lord, we just pray for healing and wholeness in those who we love. Our Lord, we pray for peace within our lives, peace that only you can bring, and understanding that you are our Lord and Savior. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.